0: Okay. Love totally yeah, Radio. I stroll through the picture. What I've left behind. You won't forget.
1: I'm locked I'm like up done. in
0: memories They all intertwine The memories living In my mind I
1: know tomorrow
0: Cause that zone will come Never
2: know Just what you've done All right. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Stop Child Abuse Now Show. And uh, we're going to have a good, good discussion tonight. I have a lot of people on here. I, I don't think there's room for even one more. And there's everybody all over the place here, which is very good. We have a lot of people listening tonight and a lot of people on the panel. Um, this is the scan number 3109. That's 3109, okay? And I'm always getting excited because, you know, the uh, the numbers keep getting higher and higher with all the, the shows that we do on these podcasts here. And uh, so, you know, I'm really happy that, uh, you know, people are calling in. I'm happy that more men are calling in. I'm happy that we're still here because, uh, you know, stopping child abuse is something we can't actually do, but we can certainly make that dent, as I always say, in the statistics of, and that's saving a lot of kids. All right? And we tell you how to do it. Okay, let me read the, uh, the mission statement. Um, I'm Carol Levine, I am Vice President, and I'll be running the show tonight and tomorrow. So tonight, um, let me just get the mission statement out of the way. I see this is jumping all over the place on the uh, on the panel here. <laughs> I don't know who's who yet. But anyway, okay, we have a singleness of purpose at NASCA to address issues related to childhood abuse and trauma, including sexual assault, violent or physical abuse, emotional trauma, and neglect. And we do so two different ways. Number one is educating the public, especially as related to getting society over the taboo of discussing childhood sexual abuse. Presenting the facts that show child abuse to be a pandemic worldwide problem that affects everyone. And number two is offering hope for healing through numerous pairs and providing many services to the adult survivors of child abuse and information for anyone interested in the many issues involving prevention, intervention, and recovery. (laughs) I talk a lot about prevention. Sometimes I do shows on prevention. They're all important. believe me, prevention, intervention, recovery, they're all important. But um, I really, really focus on prevention because if we could do more as a society and and in our neighborhoods um, and learning at home too, you know, about child abuse and how it affects uh, kids and looking for the red flags and so forth outside of the home, um, you know, to help our neighborhoods and so forth, that would be a very, very, very good thing, okay. Um, and people should get involved because believe me, if you you know you, you talk about uh, kids getting um, involved in crime and, and and all these other things, well, you have to look at the homes they come from. That's number one, okay. Is looking inside the homes if you can. And I think something should be made so that people, like the social workers, the counselors, um, the therapists, um, people uh, like Michelle and I are are counselors, and we, um, a lot of times we go in homes. I've been in a lot of homes. Sometimes I'm sorry I went in those homes. (laughs) Sometimes I I didn't know if I was going to get out with my life. (laughs) That happened a couple of times. But, you know, the point is this. we have to start looking in the homes because that's where many times the uh, problem is, is right inside the homes. So tonight we also have on, uh, we have Michelle Bless on. She's from Cincinnati, Ohio, and she is a survivor of severe child abuse. And uh, she and I know all too much about that. Most people at NASA know about severe child abuse, unfortunately. She's also a minister and a chaplain, and she is a counselor. Um, and she comes on. Every first Thursday of each month, and I run the show when she comes on. She also has a book called Out of the Darkness The Michelle Bless Story. And her story is of redemption. And in 1997, Michelle writes that she was introduced to the Lord and denounced Satan, thus beginning the process of giving her, to, her life to God. So she does a lot of ministries, you know, a lot of things inside prisons. She knows about the prison system as well, you know, all too well, uh, you know, by just by the ministering that she does. I worked in detention and other places where I certainly learned all that. And, uh, you know, but she does a lot of ministering there. And uh, she goes also into shelters and uh, so forth. So she's always busy. And uh, she, like I, we do a lot of community or out out in the street type of work, whether it be in a neighborhood or whatever. Um, I work with the homeless, and Michelle has certainly worked with the homeless, too. So we, we have a lot in common, Michelle and I, because of what we've done. So, uh when we run our shows, we many times speak about this because we we're hoping that we can get it across the people, you know, like with the homeless. uh I grew up always being told that they were bombs, they're bombs mm-hmm. okay and uh well, all right, a lot of, of of them are into drugs, it's true, alcohol and drugs, I admit that and um but then you have those that aren't, and they ran away from home or forced to care. Um You know, whatever the case might be, because they're being abused, and that could be any one of the ones that I just read physical, mental, emotional, sexual, or neglected from the homes and uh from foster care there 's a lot of reasons why kids run away, and I was one of them and I know what the pavement feels like under my head, okay, but i going to tell you something I was very fortunate because um I was the youngest, and people looked at me as their little sister, and they were not going to let their little sister get hurt. I was so lucky, Michelle.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: they they just watched over me, but I saw an awful lot. I saw kids getting pimped out on the streets. I saw kids doing things that they should never do, and I had two friends actually die in front of me because of uh, ODing. Okay, they ODed right in front of me. And there was nothing I could do. They were foaming at the mouth and more stuff. And um, then the police came, and I just plain took off. I mean, they were, they were gone, okay? there's nothing I could do about it. And I will never forget that, trust me. Just watching it was horrific. But tonight we're going to talk about something a little more lighthearted, but not lighthearted. And uh, I'm going to speak a little bit about spanking because I learned something about spanking. the reason why I'm doing this Is because a lot of times I will, you know, go on to, you know, our website, our NASCA website. And people are talking about things that uh, they have a question about. And one of them is spanking. And uh, I just want to make mention of the fact that we don't have to hit our kids, okay. We don't have to hit our kids. And how many times, Michelle, or whomever, Uh, We have a big panel here, so I'm going to be going from one to the other once we start this discussion. But how many times have you heard someone say, especially a big brawly guy, right, (laughs) say, Nah, I got hit in the head when I was a kid. Man, I'm all right. I'm okay. Didn't hurt me any. Or another person say, well, yeah, I used to get my ass kicked, you know, but, you know, I probably deserved it and all this other stuff. And, um, you know... (laughs) Quite frankly, I have news for you. Those people who are are doing that are saying that many, many, many times, many times. They're the ones that have problems in their own marriages, problems in their own home, okay? Um, They might be the guy at the end of the bar, okay? And he's drinking and drugging and all this other stuff. And then he goes home. He takes it out of his family. This is what happens. It's like a cycle. It's like a cycle. Um, everything nice. as, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go
0: ahead.
3: Well, I was just going to say, and also as being a kid, for me, I, first of all, I ain't never experienced a spanking or a whooping. Never never experienced that. I got beaten. I,
4: right.
3: I got knocked out, in a coma, broken bones, beaten. So I ain't never experienced mm-hmm. a spanking as a kid, you know. Um, right. Thought it was the norm. I thought... I thought, well, it was a norm because it was always happening to me. You know what I mean? Put it that way. Like, if, mm-hmm. if, if, you know, my dad come in and I get beaten. It wasn't unexpected because it was always happening. So that's what it led me to uh, do other things to numb so, I, you know, so it wouldn't hurt as bad. You know what I'm right. saying?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, understand. I get it. I, I was mm-hmm. switched until I had waltz all over oh, my yeah. legs.
3: Yeah. The switch, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know machine. what?
2: You know yeah. what? Don't, don't think that doesn't blow a kid's mind because my mother used to make me go and pick out my own switches. And <laughs> I right. learned. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't a stupid kid. I was just an abused kid, all right? So I learned that the switches that had brown in them, um, those brown, those brown marks, were uh making the switch less you know, potent, like when it hit your leg it was gonna hit you and heart it hurt you so much because that switch was dead in those areas.
3: So right. therefore it wasn't gonna hurt never as get bad. The green ones. Yeah, never yeah. got never get the green ones. It was green, brand new they wouldn't break. So you go get a bit you know, you you gotta get a big one. Don't come in with a little one, but I would get those brown ones, you know what I'm saying? The ones that yeah. would get brittle about to about to break, yeah. With last well, moment. my
2: mother caught on. She wasn't dumb, okay? She caught on to what I was doing. So then she started mm-hmm. to pick out the switches, okay? This is corporal punishment, people, okay? Uh, yeah. I have a I list that I came across about spanking, because I always look things up, and then I have things from uh, from years before, and then what I do is I, uh, I'll i go to the computer and I'll say, what, is the, uh, what are the stats on this, what are the stats of that for 22? Can't use 23 yet. It's too new, you know, 2023. And then uh, how do people feel about spanking today? I can say that um, the information that I have and then what I updated also, um, today they're looking at spanking differently because of the way the kids turned out, show. <laughs> All right? Like the last I'm generation. The- you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. I just want to say that I just want to say for me personally, um, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I never experienced spankings. I got beatings. I don't believe in beating no child, but I don't believe in sparing the rod either. But a spanking should actually be just that—to teach the child discipline. Okay, but I, mm-hmm. but but when I say spanking, I'm talking about I learn what the word spanking and, and 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 understand what it is, you know. But don't beat your children. No. Don't, don't, no. I don't want a child to ever experience what me and you had experienced, Carol. <laughs> you know Y'all what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But yeah. if you don't, but, but, but I believe in discipline because if you let your child do whatever they want to do, they're going to keep doing it. They're going to start talking back. They're going to start getting smart and, at you and then they're not going to have no discipline at all. And then uh-huh. if you allow them to keep doing that and they become a teenager and an adult, they're not going to listen to authority. So it's going to be hard for them to keep a job. Well, it'll be hard for them to have friends. You don't want that. So, do That's I believe right. in spankings? Absolutely. But, 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 mm-hmm. but when I say spanking, I'm not talking about what. But I'm not talking about child abuse. Spankings is not child abuse. <laughs> we know what child <laughs> abuse
2: is. Oh God! I, mean, I don't um, want to talk about. It. You know it Sometimes, sometimes I don't even want to talk about it because I, I might get a little bit triggered. I can still get triggered at times. Oh yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
2: depends on what it is, and and. Uh, but when it comes to spanking, okay, let me say something, and I agree with this. I'll tell you what I think too. Um, mm-hmm. Kids, kids don't have to be spanked. In my opinion, I'll tell. You, I, I, listen to me. When I say spanked, I mean almost beaten, and and then also too, there's other ways. I have solutions that I found that that parents can use. For instance, I've mentioned this before lightly, but I, I I've been really thinking about it. If a kid is, say, like eight or nine years old, whatever, and, and they do something wrong, and it really makes you mad, um, instead of getting the spanking or, or, or sending them to their room, how dumb is that? Inside their room, they have all kinds of things they can play with.
3: Hello, right? You gotta empty that room and let it be a blank wall. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. That, that's another way, But real. they might have a lot of stuff in their room. Or right? that—that's a chore, man, for the for the parents, you know. So what mm. I always say is, send your child to a room that they hate. It could be the laundry room, okay, or, or, or something, you know, that, a room that they don't like, and uh, because there's nothing in there they can play with, and so forth. And uh, then also, too, one thing that I found to be very, very interesting, and, and I think it would certainly work, a lot of kids hate to write essays. They hate it. I know when I went to school, I didn't have to write essays. You know, I mean, no kid liked writing essays. So um, had them write an essay on what they had done, why it was wrong, and how could they have handled it differently. So a kid has to sit in a room he doesn't like to be in, okay, this is using a little psychology here. A room mm-hmm. that he doesn't have to be in and doesn't want to be in and then has to write an essay and then has to present it to the parent, sit down, read the essay, you know, the essay, and uh, and believe me, kids don't like that. They don't like that. Because mm-hmm. time out doesn't always work, okay. Of course, that's, that's but, the newest thing. Is that It's been the newest thing for the last 10 years or something. Putting well, a kid in timeout, putting a kid in timeout. It just simply isn't good enough. If a child it, is too small, like two years old or something, you're putting a two-year-old in timeout. First of all, they're wiggling around all over the place. They're not thinking about what they did. They're just sitting there waiting for the two minutes to go by, you know, whatever. And uh, so I don't find that to be very productive. So... I think that depending on the age of the child, you can send a child who's young, say like a two-year-old, a three-year-old, into a room that's not fun, and of course no TV and, and nothing else that they play with, no favorite dollies or with a boy, whatever he plays with, none of that stuff, and they have to sit there. They're too young to write an essay, okay? Hmm. So you have to find other can ways. Can I say something? Yeah,
3: sure.
0: Go ahead. Okay,
3: I got, I got, my youngest grand, I got 10 grandkids. My youngest is four. So she was wow. at my house one day. My, my daughter had to late. She came the day before, you know, could I get her? I said, sure. So, you know, we're in the living room, and I got very expensive stuff, you know, expensive statues and, you know, antique stuff or whatever. So she, uh-huh. she, it, was this, it was this doll, and um, this doll, she, it looked like a, it's a doll, but it's an antique doll. So Right. So she goes, she kept looking at it, She went over there and stood in front of the stand. I said, don't go over there. Yes, grandma. So okay, so I went in the kitchen and then I see her over there again, touching the doll, and I told her, I said, Now you know what I told you about that dog. That I know it's a doll to you, but you can't play with that dog because it's it's expensive, it's not made to play with. Yes, grandma. Mm-hmm. I said, Okay. Next thing I know, crash. Ooh. She broke my dog. Yeah. So I know I,
2: those I kind said, of dogs. Yeah.
3: So I took her over yeah. there. It's porcelain, okay? So yeah. th- these was back in the day when I was a little girl. I inherited them from from my grandma. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I said, didn't I tell you not to touch that? Yes. Yeah. And so I took her hand and I tapped her. You know, mm-hmm. that's enough to mm-hmm. sing. So, of mm-hmm. course, you know, you, you let her tell the way she was screaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I,
3: I just laugh because it just, I, just, I just got a flashback and I remember that day. Love my mm-hmm. little baby, right? So I said, mm-hmm. so I said, sit right. I sit down on that couch. So she sat down. So I came and sat next to her. She just a holler. I said, now, I need you to, take it. I need you to calm down. Stop crying. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said, now why did I hit your hand? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? You want me to show you again? No, grandma. I remember, grandma. I remember. I said, well then, why did mm-hmm. I hit your hand? She said because mm-hmm. I took my hand and I played with your dog, and I broke it. I said that's right. That's right.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I love you. All right, so
2: that makes sense, Michelle. I I get it, okay? Now, like I was telling,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, well, I was telling Annie, and I'm going to go around the panel in a second, see how many people Mm -hmm. are saying to what they think about it today, and then I'm going to say why, okay? There's different ways of doing it, because don't forget, violence breeds violence, okay, if a kid comes from a really volatile background, their environmental conditioning sets in, and and, uh, and it's expected in the house then because, you know, that's all they ever knew. That's what they grew up with. That's what I grew up with. A lot of people like us, you know, grew up with violence. So then, mm-hmm. therefore, many times they do turn into, like you were saying, that juvenile delinquent. And uh, so forth, because of the kid, the bully on the street and all this other stuff, absolutely, they do. They turn that way because that's what mm-hmm. they know, all right? They're bullied in the house. They're beaten in the house, maybe even sexually abused or whatever else goes with it. Maybe they're neglected too, all the things that I read about. And uh, so then they take it out on the kids, out on the street. This is what happens, you know? And, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they end up, you know, going to juvenile delinquent, you know, where they go to juvie, where well, I used to work at detention. We had police officers there because these kids committed adult crimes. We had to have them there. And mm. Michelle, I had to wear a police officer's uniform. Yes, I did. And I had to stand mm. in line in the morning to make sure that my shoes were shiny.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm.
2: But I had to do that if I wanted a job, all right? So we would take kids to court. These kids were volatile children, and they grew up in a volatile home. That's why I keep pointing back to the home, because we are what we learn. This is what we are many times. And then when we get older... Hopefully, we're able to turn away from what we learned at home—the negative—and we, and we're able to recognize it as being negative behavior. All right, and um, not, non-productive, and turn away from it, and then you know straighten ourselves out if we don't get killed in the meantime. All right. <laughs> you know, so, but anyway. Um, I want to say, I'm going to read this here, and then I want to go around the panel because this will start the uh, discussion. We have a lot of people here. I I don't see Mm -hmm. how even one person can come on this panel tonight. All right. This is what's considered today as being methods of corporal punishment, hitting, slapping, spanking, shaking, pinching. Did I hear somebody burp in my ear? <laughs> I don't know. Kicking, choking, <laughs> electric shock. <laughs> I know I'm annoyed. All right, now electric shock. We had someone on that said they got shocked. To, well. was that you? I don't know, did you, Did you? are you the one, no, that was, you I didn't did, get an electric did you? I was about you? to say, excuse me, but then you made it go. <laughs> well, now you know I've got a good mouth. I hear something, you know, well, you know how I am. All
3: right, so everybody knows how I am. I apologize to the, apologize to the show. <laughs> well,
2: well, <laughs> look, someone once said, with Carol, you either a lover or hate hater. And I laughed my ass off, and that's okay. Okay, so, um, okay, confinement. In small places. What do you think that that causes when you're confined in a small place? We all know the word. Claustrophobia,
3: right? I was kept in lots of confined places as a kid being abused. So yeah. Yes, it does. And, ter- and you can talk it's, it's about that. for a child. That's, That's right, child. because
2: you didn't even leave we the scared. house. I mean, look what it oh, did to you, Michelle. God. Okay. And
3: look, remember, You remember when I was locked in closets, remember? And yeah. It, they took the light out. Very small closet. it was terrifying at a child.
2: Mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. and that's like that's what caused of phobia that's where many times mm-hmm. that's where it comes from, okay, excessive exercising like making a, especially a boy get him down on the on the on the floor and tell him to do push ups all right, so maybe he has to do fifty push ups and maybe he's a scrawny kid and can't even do ten all right and uh, but that you know insisting that he do it and do it and not get up until it's done. We're uh, mm-hmm. making a child sit in fixed postures for long periods of time
0: mm-hmm.
2: i i 've never seen that one
0: before that 's new
2: to me yeah I, I, I but that's yeah you know, okay yeah mm-hmm. so um as of twenty twenty three corporal punishment is still legal are you listen to me still legal in private schools in every school in the United States except New Jersey. Damn, we're good for something, huh? Okay. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. They're calling Jersey dirty Jersey now. I put that on our little Facebook thing that we do back and forth um, on on the show. But yeah, uh, it's dirty Jersey now. But in New Jersey, Mm -hmm. one thing good, you can't use uh, excessive force with your children. The things that I read, the hitting, the slapping, the spanking, the shaking, the punching, the kicking, choking, electric shock, um, confinement in small places, um, and the exercising or fixed positions. Um, evidently, that's, that's against the law. not in Ohio either.
3: That's against the well, law in the state of I Ohio. I have
2: – let me see what I have here. I have Iowa. It is legal also in um, public schools in 19 states. And well, I know I know is not on
0: there.
2: Well, and, and then practiced in fifteen of the states. Mm. Now, I get that I got that actually from Wikipedia. I don't go there very often, but sometimes they're very good and they do give out information. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: I thought that was interesting. So I'm gonna to go to that the panel is. now so they don't uh, you know, feel left out here. Um, we have Victoria. Mm-hmm. Victoria, what do you think about the um you know, what we're talking about here with this the hitting, the spanking, the kicking and, and all that other stuff being corporal punishment Are you there? Her mic is open. I don't know. I, don't
0: I hear guess anything. she's
2: not. I don't know. Yeah. Let let's go. She'll pop back in again. All right, um here's yeah. Annie. Annie, what do you think about that that I read there with the methods of corporal punishment and what they include?
0: Well,
1: I don't know. I, I I don't have a strong opinion about it because I haven't really thought about it that much. But my gut mm-hmm. reaction is that children's bodies should be their own property and other people shouldn't be hitting them. That's, that's my gut feeling to it, that there mm-hmm. are other ways of behavioral modification that we can use.
2: Right, right, absolutely Now see, I, I, I tend to believe that Because let me tell you something Just a few things we were talking about before um, the show started Those things would bother a kid And you still you're not breeding that hostility And that anger, alright A child can develop from being beaten You know And they're not going to go out on the street Because they had to uh, write an essay <laughs> You know what I'm saying So, um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know so my grand
3: I, I know my granddaughter didn't touch anything else after she got tapped in the hand.
2: Yeah. Well not tapped in go the hand. Anywhere
3: near myself Huh?
2: Tap in the hand. No. I, uh, Annie and I were talking about this, um, before because uh one time I did hit Michelle's hand, my daughter's hand. Um Oh, I was, because she you was hit me girl. <laughs> well, let me tell you what, she was she was taunting me, I swear to God. You know, kids can be very annoying at times. They can, right? But she was doing it with the wrong thing, something dangerous. Every house I ever lived in, except for my little 1,200 square foot house I'm in right now, but it's just for me, so I don't care, were mansions. They were big houses, Michelle, big houses. And they had Mm -hmm. chandeliers, and they all had, um, many of them had fireplaces. So with the fireplaces... Oh, they had a screen across, you know, so the flame can't come out, you know what they look like. And uh mm-hmm. but my daughter my my daughter was determined to go over to that screen and touch it. And then she mm. like go to touch it and I knew she it's too hot and, and she would get burnt. You can't do this. So I kept mm-hmm. saying, No, 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 don't do it, you're gonna get hurt, all the things that come to your mind and she didn't say anything. And so I took her hand, and, yes, I slapped it. And, of course, she cried. So then I picked her up, and I said, Now, let's go to the fireplace and see how that feels. Whoa. And she really Whoa, all right? And uh, so I don't think that's going to make a kid go out and, and, you know, become a bully on the street and, and all this other stuff. I don't believe so. So um, I think in cases like that, you know, that's not being, um, I don't consider that corporal punishment. I consider that by no. like teaching a child, you know, hot means hot, danger means danger. Right. And you don't mess with it, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And I think that's really, really important because so often kids do come from families where they have that mentality. And usually it's with the guys, I guess. Um, you know, that uh, they think that it's okay to slap the kid in the head. All right, it's not okay.
3: Yeah. That happened. My, my mother punched here. me in
2: the head one time and and she was driving.
3: She, that punch. she exactly. was
2: driving. And she I don't even know why she was mad at me, but the only saving grace that I had was uh from the opposite direction one of our neighbors was coming down the road in her vehicle and my mother was screaming and yelling at me, and she was punching and punching and punching in my head, bang, 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 like my head was like a punching bag, okay? And I'm mm-hmm. looking at, I was able to see the look of horror on that lady's face. So that showed me, too, just how wrong it is. So I'm screaming, because I, I used to play with her daughter. That never happened again after that. It wasn't allowed over. Mm-hmm. And and I said that so and so's mother, and she's seen what you're doing to me, mommy. Look what you're doing to me. She's seen that. I remember, I was screaming and crying. I was, and I mean, if you keep crying, you're going to get more. See, I would not allow to cry. No, you cry. You, that's oh. just not acceptable. You're going to get points oh, more.
3: No, no. Yeah, all right.
2: yeah. So it says here, the research has long underscored the negative effects of spanking on children, social emotional development and self-regulation. That's a way of like being able to self-regulation. Self-regulation is like sitting down and saying, no, this is right and this is wrong and this type of behavior, whatever. It's like having a talk in your head. They call it self-regulation and cognitive development. But new research published this month show spanking alters children's brain. Responds
3: Be- beaten. In beaten. ways
2: similar to, uh, to seven maltreatments me. and increased uh, percent- I can't run my own hair right I have so fast and increase the perception of the threats Okay, so I understand what that means. I, I get it. So when, when a child is beaten too much All right, they're hitting the head or whatever That stands exactly. out in my mind. So that's why I'm, why I'm using it, right? Um, when a child is spanked too much as they called it, but was really beaten, I mean this is this is considered corporal punishment. Um
3: beaten that It's going to punishment. alter
2: the brain. It does show mm-hmm. it alters the brain.
3: Is there any, any other people online?
2: Oh yeah, we have Annie and we have Victoria if she's there now. I don't know if she is.
3: I, mean, is
0: I that think she's
2: No, I think she dropped off. I don't know what happened there. Sometimes that happens with her. And We have Michael. Michael, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, good. And we also have Phil, and he's listening. Okay, that's good. Now, um, Michael, what do you think about it? You're a guy, and I don't know what kind of home you came from, but did you get punched and kicked all the time or whatever?
4: Well, it's ironic that you – this is the topic, and this is my first time ever on here. Because I was oh. discussing this a couple of weeks with someone. I mean, we're kind of in disagreement because I kind of agree with you. I don't believe that there should be corporal punishment at home. I don't think you should spank, whoop, beat, or whatever to a child. Now, I'm going to tell you the reason why. And I'm going to do mm-hmm. it because of my experience. I'm a I'm an I'm a African-American male, black male, however you want to call it. Call it. Um, and, you know, I heard stories of how my mother, she got beat by her, you know, she got beat by her mother. I mean, her mother was really rough on her. I mean, did none of her, but then, you know, had this pros and its cons. Now, so my mother, she, you know, they beat my mother and father. They beat me as well. And and I always said when I was a kid, the beat, spank, I mean, tension cords, I'm talking about, you know, smack, you know, hit in the mouth, you know, all that. You know, and then when I was old enough, I got hit and I was, you know, I, then I, blood came down my nose, and and she could see the fire in my eyes. But I would never hit my mother. But I I was you know I was like I'm not accepting this anymore. But and so you know when I had children I, I I'm like nah, I'm not I'm not doing that. I didn't like it when when I was when it was being done to me, and I always said that when I would um, when I would be spanked, I said I would never do this to someone I called say that I love. And I ain't talking about. Something like smack them on the hand or, or, you know, a couple of smacks across the lake because you want to teach them, you know, or Mm -hmm. me, myself, I like to raise my voice, and that does it, Mm -hmm. you know. I raise my voice, and that kind of puts a little fear in them because, let's face it, we don't want our our kids to be our friends, you know. You have to teach them, and you have to show them discipline because this is all new to them, and I do understand Mm -hmm. that. But as far as beating them and, and 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 spanking them, I didn't agree. I I didn't you know raise my my children like that, and I just you know I just don't think you know it's right because see I had a a complex. I mean I had a, a problem with authority because I was say only for now on ever ain't nobody gonna say nothing to me ain't nobody gonna hit me. You know only my mother my mother and my father can do that, and so I had this mm-hmm. complex with authority figures, and that's probably where it came from.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, but, but what but it sounds like when you though. You
3: said that he had nose, uh, I mean, blood or down. that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't, was, I was older, you. I
4: was older, you know what I mean? You but, know, but you, that no. was
3: a beating though. That wasn't no, that wasn't, that, I, that wasn't I, no it, it, hit,
4: it hit me one time. That's <laughs> all it
3: took. You hit the right <laughs> yeah, you know. To me, when you're blood back, on child. My parents hit Well, you know
2: what?
4: That's why my...
2: Child. Well, what, what yeah. I'm hearing here, Michael. First of all, I'm thankful that you called in. That's good. I love it when guys call in, and uh, when they come on and tell a story and stuff like that. That's great. Um, and we have a lot more men doing that, and that's wonderful. All right, it's because uh, guys have feelings too. Now, of when course. you were getting, you know, when you, when he was getting, you know, punched in the nose and, and, and all this other stuff. I mean, how did that make you feel? It's okay to have feelings, I,
4: I Michael. It's I, all I didn't right. Know. I mean, that didn't feel like love to me. That's why I, when I went to college, I didn't play at fraternities because they would they would haze and beat them. I'm like, man, I'm not being a brother when somebody's putting their hands on me. You put your hands on me, I'm putting my hands back on you. So that's why mm-hmm. I didn't play at the fraternity in college because of that. I would see them come to the dorms. They'd be all bloodied up and beat, and that's supposed to be their mm-hmm. brothers. So, I mean, it's all... I, I just didn't agree with any of that. You know, I mean, I, I think you should use you... You know, if you have to defend yourself, that's, that's one thing, but You know, for a little child, you know, I just – or even, you know, um, because I lost my son, but we had a real good relationship. I I mainly had to protect him from his mother because she was from the old school, and she liked to, you know, spank a lot and all that. So, you know, but I would talk to him. I would raise my voice, and, and, you know, I I would do other things, you know. I think a couple of measures that you talked about were really good, send them to a room that had nothing you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, sit them down there with the clothes, on oh, photo bottles, you know, something like that. You know, I think that's an op- alternative and I think that's mm-hmm. a better alternative than, than putting your hands on your child that you claim you love. That, that, that's, that's just my piece
2: Absolutely. And when I, when oh. I read that, that's what I thought, because, you know, too often, you know, I, you know, I don't care if you're rich, poor or in between, if there isn't in between anymore, I don't know.
4: But, you know, um, I don't care what your background interrupting? You. Can I make one more point? And this sure, I go know. ahead. I, and, I, and, you know, being African-American, I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, another reason why I don't do that, because I think it's a learned behavior from slavery. Because we were whipped. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would I do that to my, you know, to my child? They were whipped really bad. You know, it just seems like perpetuates that same type of punishment. And I just didn't want to do that. So that was the, another right. reason why I decided not to do it.
2: That's right. I believe that also. And, you know, when people start talking to me like like what you're speaking about right now, think about the Jews. Now, I'm not Jewish. My husband was Jewish. That's where the Levine comes from, okay? (laughs) I'm Catholic. Is that any better? I don't know. But anyway, the point is I met some of his elder family people before they passed away. Now, you know, the Holocaust was many, many, many years ago, so they were very elderly when I met them. But they had the numbers on their arms Like uh, you know They got, all got numbers and all this stuff And um, Do you realize that if you go into An antique store Like many of us do And if you see a lamp With a lampshade on Many times Many times The shade is made out of the skin Of Jews
3: I have to know that Yeah yeah that was a known now fact. See, absolutely.
2: It is a known fact. And let yeah, me tell absolutely. you something. When 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 you abuse people like that, whether you be black, whether you be um Jewish or or, or anybody, I don't care where, where what people are. But if you abuse people like that this mass thing of it that happens to people, my God, um, shame on us. All right, but you know the thing of it is, is they're gonna they're gonna grow up twisted many times. They're gonna they're gonna grow up with so many um, problems that need to be addressed, and they're gonna have feelings. And don't forget, the elders always keep talking about it, and then you have the younger, you know, generations. And that can breed hostility, too, into the uh, generations of the younger. Now, every everyone who is uh, abused, whether it be the black people or, or whether it be the, uh, the Jewish people or whatever other people out there that were abused, um, they have to listen to that all the time. And then don't forget, with the Jewish people, they see the numbers, right? You know, and the generations see the numbers on, on their um, elders' uh, you know, wrists. Yeah, it's It's disgusting.
3: It's like let, being me, branded, let me say huh? something. That's
2: brand. Let me say yeah, something. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Okay, so I, okay, because I I spoke to you know I spoke earlier about my granddaughter, you know, mm-hmm. but she's in this generation, twentieth century generation. So let's go back when I was raising my daughter. So
0: mm-hmm.
3: what I did because they were privileged. So I I I did to them as a punishment take away what they liked the most. So when they act up. I'll be like, oh, okay. Let, I let them do their thing. They go to school. When they come back, their whole room is empty. So. <laughs> no. no.
0: I, I okay.
3: TV, all the games, bed, everything. Everything. everything computer, mm-hmm. Everything's gone. Everything's mm-hmm. gone. Where's my stuff? Uh-oh. I, well, since you grow, since you know, I, t- I would take all the stuff that I pay for because you grow. Because <laughs> you feel you can talk to me any kind of way you want to, that means you're grown. So whatever you need, you go get it. But mama, I don't have no money. Exactly. So you just go in, there in that room, it's going to be like that for the next few days. And honey, by the time that stuff came back in that room, I ain't had no problem. Because they know. And I heard them talking, uh, you know we can't say nothing because mama should take our stuff out of our room. That's right. You'd be in that room with an empty wall. Staring, can't that's go good. You're Only allowed to come out to eat and go use the bathroom and take a shower for bed. That's it. I ain't let that last right. no twenty four hours. I, I let that last almost a week. They were dying. They were my daughter was dying. But you see, Michelle, that's no good.
2: That mm-hmm. that's going to have a more lasting effect on a child, and and chances are they're hard. not going to turn. Chances are they're not going to turn volatile because again. Violence breeds mm-hmm. violence, all right? That's just a simple fact. Mm-hmm.
3: So if you have, and uh, think, you
2: know, a, and that's not abusive to the child. It makes the kids sit there and think.
3: I mean, absolutely not. And so when I mentioned yeah. my granddaughter, the reason why I tapped her hand is because mm-hmm. I have warned her twice. And she didn't, and she she chose to go do what she wanted to do. So the third, so the third time when I tapped her hand, I didn't beat her hand. I tapped at the scene and I I explained to her why she got that, so she could repeat right. after me or give me the answer of the question that I stated to her, which was why did you get tapped in your hand? So so because I wanted her to uh to to make sure I wanted her to know that you got tapped on your hand because of you going over there touching what I told you not to touch. So when she comes to my house now, because this happened this happened. Um, she's six now. This happened two years ago. So when she comes, she don't go anywhere near those things. <laughs> I had to say nothing. Well, she remember. She and remembers. One time I, was teens, I was like, why you ain't going over there? She said, I'm not going over there, Grandma. You tapped my hand. Long, long, but I was drunk. <laughs> <young. laughs> mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
3: But was you like, know what? Oh, okay. That, that's
2: okay. That's okay. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see, what, what I'm trying to get at here, you know, okay, um, I I smacked Michelle's hand because of the fireplace, and and you you know smacked her hand because of the doll. All right, and um, but that's not earth my shattering.
3: Antique doll. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I know what they're like. They're, they're I used to be money. scared of them. Yeah. I didn't like them. Uh-huh. I didn't like their eyes. I thought <laughs> <laughs> they looked weird. <laughs> but you know, but you know, the the point is that uh, you know um, the lasting effects. Now I was I was taken back a little bit with this. Okay, hitting, slapping—I I mean, that's not good. Bang, spanking, shaking—how many times have kids? You see kids get sh- you know shaked even in stores and all this stuff. This is this is mm-hmm. called the considered corporal punishment. Pinching.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, pinching is nasty. It leaves bruises. Um, kicking. And it hurts. And it hurts. Hurts like heck. And, oh, and yeah. choking. Well, hell, that makes sense. And then there's electric shock, and and, uh, then confinement in small places, excessive exercising, fixed postures for long periods of time. I never saw that one before. And I think what bothers me about this article that I found is uh, as of 2023, like I said, corporal punishment is still legal in private schools.
0: So that means all those things up there.
2: no. And, and, I, don't and agree, in every, I don't agree with that. No, and then in every school in the United States except New Jersey, I said that, and Ohio. And, and no, Iowa, Ohio wasn't in there. No, I said Ohio. We,
3: they, they, it's against the law. Corporate punishment is not allowed. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> Corporate punishment uh, it's, is it's, not allowed in the state of Ohio. The okay. teacher can go to jail. Whoever whoever do that to any child, you get sued, lose your job, and go to jail. They don't play that.
2: Okay, that's that's good to you know. That. And that's then um, other uh, there's 19 states where 15 of those states, they they are still practicing and allowed to do that. Well, you know what? That's just not right. It's not North,
3: right. No, I don't with do it. Mm-mm.
2: So you see. Because
3: corporate punishment, corporate punishment went around. Let me tell you something real quick. Corporate yeah. punishment was around when I was in school. And mm-hmm. one day... When I came home, and you know, I my dad overheard me telling my mom how the principal pulled up my dress and and spanked my and and mm-hmm. pulled my underwear down to spank me because we were told we had to do it. When well, my dad heard about that, next day he took me to school. He took off work. He he took me to school. He had that principal up by the neck against the wall. Mm-hmm. And told him, You ain't even allowed to touch my child. And you better be glad you better be glad that I'm not gonna kill you right now. My father didn't play that. That that and so but you know what? I took that to an advantage because when I saw my dad threaten that principal, I became bad to do whatever I want and threatened. I'm telling my dad <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not right. I was all right. I got away with a lot of stuff there. He was scared. He was scared of my legs. Uh,
2: uh-huh. Well, mm. okay. Well, that can happen, you know, because if you yeah. have a daddy that's going to back someone against the wall. You know, I, I get it, though. I get it. But, because but wait a minute, but Carol, what you just, keep
3: in mind now, keep in mind yeah. now, my dad used to beat me. That, that shook me out. He's going to come and beat the principal for touching me, yet yeah, he beat me all the that. that I know. So he was beating you up like, at home,
2: man. Yeah. Right. And they, So it was okay. <laughs> it was okay if he's beating you. Okay. Right. And but if someone right. else is beating you, then he's going to play the daddy role, and, and he's going right. to go and he's going to put that person up against the wall and smack them around. You have to understand That's exactly what he did. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because my kids went to Catholic school. Um, my mother paid for it very expensive, and, and the uniforms, yeah. oh, my God. Now, that way, mm-hmm. she was good. She was good to my kids. So, anyway, um, the kids were going to a school where there was a lot of fighting and all this sort of stuff, and my kids were getting you know, beat up, and, and they were beating other kids up because that's what happens when I say things are, like, crazy. So, mm-hmm. anyway, they started to go to Catholic school, and um, my daughter – was, like, very heavy into gymnastics. She was just like a little monkey, man. She could do all kinds of things. And she Mm -hmm. was outside in in the yard, and uh, she went over to the basketball uh, hoop thing there, and she started to climb her way up, you know, to where Mm -hmm. the the ball would go in. And Mm -hmm. the Mother Superior, as they called her, Mother Superior, came out and pulled her down. You know, she got her down. And she, too... Now there's a lot of kids around. This isn't a courtyard. You know, she pulled her panties down and gave her a spanking in front of all those kids. Did it was
0: mm-hmm. I told about
2: it? Oh no. Michelle didn't tell me and and uh David <laughs> didn't tell me, my son, and uh, mm-hmm. the school didn't contact me. Now look here. That that's abuse.
0: That's abuse. Uh, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So you're you're pulling the kids' underwear down too, even if they hadn't pulled the underwear, still abuse. You don't do that. Yeah, but
3: that was that, that was worse pulling underwear down. That's worse to me. How dare you?
2: I that was you just know. Awful.
3: I just I don't want to with that.
2: So mm-hmm. I I said to Michelle, I said for God's sake, I always clowned around. Now here you go. Now, Michael was saying he was never going to be like, I'm sure you're friends to a certain degree with your kids, but also you wanted to be – to play a certain role. Well, maybe I was too clownish with my kids. People who know me know me as being the clown, all right? And and uh, maybe they didn't take me seriously enough at times, you know? But they kept certain things away from me, away from me rather than telling me. And then I find out, uh, 40, 50 years later, what? Are you crazy? Mm. Why didn't you tell me at the time? Because maybe they do know, because I do have a very bad temper when I lose it, okay? And mm-hmm. um, I, that's just the way it is. And if I had known at that time the mother superior, I don't give a crap who she is, mother superior, whatever, you don't pull my little girl's panties down and spank her butt in front of all those children. You just don't do that.
3: If You, ever, wow. if
2: you, you take the kid Angry inside the right. school. That would
3: have happened and, to a much child. During my oh. daughter's uh, area, I would have been in jail. <laughs> if you would have came over and told me well, something like that, I, I would have been, been in jail.
2: I probably would have gone a little nuts myself. Ain't no okay. sense
3: about it. I wasn't serving being. Yeah. I was in the world. I would have I been in jail. Because I, you know, I, I would have had a flashback. See, I would have yeah. had a flashback yeah. of my abuse of what I went through as a child. And this is somebody outside of my house doing that to my child. I would have been in jail.
2: Well, uh, I hear, I hear you.
3: that. I hear that. I have I Okay, that's see. That's
2: where that's where the anger comes from, Michelle. Okay, not that that would not be justified. Not. I mean, I'm just uh-huh. saying. No, not I mean,
3: that in that our mind, it would have been. In me and your, in, in me and your mind, it would have been justified. I remember back then. Now we ain't we ain't getting no help or anything. Then once we had kids, what were we protectors? So, that's so, right. So if I would have got a phone call. If I would have got a phone call about something, because I got a phone call one time um, about Nicole. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, one of them teachers grabbed her. <laughs> I, went, I went to that school and grabbed him, made sure I did it in front of everybody.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. He ain't touched my child no more. And when I did what I did to him, I was sitting there. because the principal. I said, go call the police, you know. When I get out of jail, I'm going to come back and wait for him. They ain't well, call see, the They were scared me. See that
2: that that goes back to. Um, I hear you. That goes that, was that goes back that goes back to when the teachers were allowed to were allowed to take a ruler and
3: spank someone's hand or hit hit someone in the hand. They did back in the eighties, but that wasn't allowed. That wasn't permitted for Nicole. The teachers, the principal, that's the school knew if she do something to y'all or if she do something some or did wrong, you better call yeah. me on the phone. And I and I come yeah. up here and I and I have put fear in the code. If I have to come up here, I'm, I'm going to embarrass you in front of your whole class. So she didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see what Annie <laughs> well, thinks I about done. this, was... Then I'll go to Michael. I want to see what they think about this.
0: I was... Okay, okay. okay. Annie, you're up
2: here at the top. Go ahead. But what, what do you think? Oh. Um, do you have children, Annie? I don't know if you do or not, Honey. Do
1: you? I do, I have two grown children and one granddaughter Okay I do, so, and I did not, I did not uh, spank my children
0: Okay um, No
1: So what would you have done?
2: Now we'll go down to Michael well, What would you have done if if you found out that one of the teachers used corporal punishment? And corporal punishment is pretty vast here it, you It
3: know, covers a lot of things um, what, we
2: what would you have done?
3: Yeah I'm curious. Annie. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought
2: you were asking Michael.
3: No, no I'm asking
2: missed, you. I, I said no, I'm we're going you <laughs> first. I'm I'm trying to go down in, in in order here and you're up at the top again. So, there you are, dang it. Now okay. what, what would you what would you what would you have done um, if one of your kids, okay, had gotten hit by a teacher?
3: Um, Or or maybe their pet is taken down. Okay, plans for them.
2: Yeah,
1: what would you have done? It was, you know, most of the my child raising years, I had very high anxiety to the point where I didn't relate to people well, and Mm -hmm. I would not have been able to confront a teacher. Wow. Um, happily, their father would have been able to and and did you know stand up for them over the years for different things. But yeah, no, I I could never have.
3: So you wouldn't have have be able to them oh, Okay. Well, okay. There's,
1: there's
2: sometimes people can't you know because they're so filled with anxiety I, I, or or whatever. I know. It
3: is. I heard of that before. I heard it. I know people that are like that. It's like mm-hmm. they're fighting you know, themselves. They can't go protect because. They have high anxiety of of, of people. I get it. Right. I was just wondering. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, that can happen. Michael, what about you? If uh, you know, like one of your kids, you know, was beat upset because we're talking about corporal punishment here. Boy, it doesn't oh, yeah, that, have that, panties that, on here, but that's the same blasted thing when you pull a kid's panties right. down and and, yeah. and do that. What would you do? How would you handle it?
4: Well, I, that never happened to me, but let me let me let me go back. When I was mm-hmm. down in the third grade, I was getting a lot of mischievous things. You know, I admit, you know, I wasn't, I made good grades, but I, you know, I just was at, you know, just everything I was into. So
3: mm-hmm. I guess my
4: mother got fed up with that. And she said, the next time I you get in trouble with that, she warned me now, I'm coming mm-hmm. to that school. And so the third grade teacher, he's a man. What is that? Wrong, in the he told me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a third grade. he's a grown man. So Wait a minute, mom.
3: hold on, hold on, hold on, Michael. Somebody's making some noise, and I can't hear. I need for them to stop doing that, please.
4: Yeah. Whatever
3: that is, that's that yeah, I can't. Okay, <laughs> thank so, you. Um, go
4: ahead, Michael. You go okay, ahead. Okay, so, um, so uh, whatever, I don't remember what it was. I think he went to give me a squat, and I turned around like I was going, you know, fake hidden. You, I mean, you know, I was three, I was in the third grade. So he called. He gets. He he did squat me. And then he called my mother, and she came up there and 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 whooped me in front of the whole class. Oh. And, you know, I tried, cause you know I was I was tough, I was tough, and I tried, to, I tried not to cry or nothing, cause you know, and um, uh, but it didn't it didn't last too long, cause I went had to break down in front of my whole class. <laughs> I, I, it, it really messed me up. I mean, I'm still kind of messed up behind it because oh, I was goodness. the talk of the whole school. You know, cause you know I was that guy. You know, at the school. Then I was the talk of the whole school for, like, it was years, you know. So I really kind of went in a shell behind that because I I, was, I still to my mom to this day, I, I didn't care for that. I didn't like that at all, you know. Right. You know, I tell her how I feel because that was embarrassing. I, was, it, it, I mean, it didn't stop me from what I was doing because I was a boy. I mean, I did stuff, you know, we, we did stuff, you know. And, um, and so that's probably another reason why I was against corporal punishment but I told the teachers, you know, if that would have happened to my son, I would have, I would have went up there and, you know, let them know. Just don't put your hands, don't do anything. But in, you know, my, when my when my kids went to school, was, there was no corporal punishment, so that, I had to handle it. I was up there almost every day too. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, but you know, mm-hmm. cause well, I didn't. Right. If, I, if I'm
4: not gonna, if I'm not gonna spank them, I'm doing well I'm not gonna let anybody else do it.
2: No, no, absolutely yeah, not. You
4: have to like that
3: because. Yeah, like I said, I took stuff away from mine. It wasn't hard for me to discipline that child. But I, I, I it was untolerable. They, they used to use rulers, like I said, back in the 80s. They were allowed to to, to use rulers. And when I thought out of those yeah, rules before school started, the day of school, I went to every freaking room, every teacher, all the way to the principal, and told them, mm-hmm. you are forbidden mm-hmm. to take this ruler and touch my child. I don't give a darn what she do. They were like, excuse me. I said, I didn't stutter. You're not going to, I better not get a phone call from my child letting me know mm-hmm. that, you put, that you put a ruler on, on her in any kind of way. So they said, well, we believe in discipline. Well, if she do something, call me and I'll be up here. So I came, I came, so I went and got her and took her in front of every teacher and her principal. I said, if I get a phone call, would you act enough? Because they, they are not allowed to hit you. And I told her that in front of them, they are not allowed to touch you or hit you with no ruler. Because I wanted her to know that too. I said, but since they're not allowed, if you do something and they call me up here, I'ma whoop you in front of your i I'm a whoop you in front of your classroom and your teacher. And, and it won't be just that one class, it'll be every class. Right,
2: right. And
3: then you'll, you'll get clowns. So
2: I well, have no problems out of her. I, I, I see, um when I went to school we had a disciplinarian, you know, and um if there was a problem, he'd come to the classroom, he'd get called and mm-hmm. and this was in high school, also you know if there was he was a disciplinarian, that's what he was and um he was fair, he was fair, but one time I was going to be thrown through the art room window <laughs> remember hearing about what? the hoods the hoods, remember the hoods like
0: um mm-hmm. what
2: the West Side Story, okay? I don't know if right. you guys ever saw West Side Story. It was what a I movie that was. It was fantastic. I loved it. I loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um,
2: But anyway, it, the hoods, well, where I lived, the, like the hoods moved in. They came over from Brooklyn, all right? And, and Brooklyn kids, you know, whether you're in Staten Island or wherever, Brooklyn was always considered to be very, very rough. And then there were other yeah, areas that were right. actually rougher than Brooklyn, all right? But so yeah, anyway... Mm-hmm. With with me, um, the hood boys wanted to take me out. It's so kids, it's kiddish now. The way I think back, childish, and I didn't want to go out with those hood boys. I was like the misfits. Well, you know, mm-hmm. there's a movie called The Misfits too. Those are the kids that aren't quite hoods, but they they come from very dysfunctional homes. They all went through a lot of things that we've gone through, but we're not exactly bad kids in 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 action. Okay, in action. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, these boys wanted to take me out, and I didn't want to go out with them. I had long blonde hair. Believe me, it was peroxide pirate. It all came from the peroxide bottle, all right? and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> But anyway, um, they wanted to take me out. These girls, they, they got a hold of me. They, they circled me. They circled me.
0: Yelling. Oh, mm-hmm. I was
2: in trouble with the hood girls, yeah. And I'm thinking, today, I'm going to die, Okay, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm thinking. I'm like 15 years old, and I'm thinking to myself, today I'm going to die because these girls are no, there's no way that I can beat them. Mm
0: -hmm. And and they wouldn't
2: let me run anywhere. Every time I tried to poke myself out of that circle, they'd move in towards me. I was in trouble, all right? Mm -hmm. Now, thankfully, Mr. Braun, and I will say his name, he could still be alive, I don't know. Mr. Braun said he came running down, he saw what was going on, and he said, Carol, go to class. And that was one time I wanted to go to class, okay? I wanted to get away mm-hmm. from that. And then uh, the uh, Mr. Goldie, the disciplinarian, got a hold of those kids. But you see, um, when kids are brought up in, a, in a, an environment where there's all of this horrible fighting, where there's all this horrible behavior from the parents, the one against the other, Um, Then Mm -hmm. this is what the kids come to know, and that's why I'm I'm, I'm talking about this, Um, like in abusive relationships when when the parents are, you know, killing each other with domestic violence one way or another. And and kids, they they stand there and they watch this. It changes the child. It changes the child. And that can Mm -hmm. make them also, too, become delinquent. All right. Mm-hmm. And and then you get into relationships and you don't know how to choose properly, you know, a good person from a bad person. Um, and you're in a cycle and, and your mind is spinning because you don't know who's good. You don't know who's bad. In fact, you don't even think about it. And I, I think to myself, um, you know, when I was a, a kid, I, I ever saw was violence. You know, I saw lots of guns, you bet. But they were avid hunters. But these people on the other side of the family, they were all alcoholics, a whole bunch of them. And there was a lot of fist fighting. In those days, they, you know, they did a lot of fist fighting. And um, the guns were all over the place, but not once did anyone even think to pick up a gun. So they did all of their fighting with the bare hand fist fighting. Because back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, that's, that's what they did, the fist fighting. And, uh, and still, in world, if a child is watching this, Michelle, it changes the life of a child because it's acceptable. Because these are the people that we look up to. Okay, we're supposed to anyway. I'm
0: including mm-hmm. my
2: so-called father. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, ancestry got me out of that one. I'm thankful I took that test. But the point is that's how he grew up. And it's a cycle. It's a cycle. So when mm-hmm. kids... You know, are humiliated. They should have had humiliation on that list. When kids are humiliated to the point of tears, uh, they become filled with shame. They then they think a lot of this might be their fault or something. Or maybe I'm not good enough. Why doesn't Daddy or Mommy love me and all this other stuff? I can't please them. And all they do is fight with each other and they hit each other. So then you get these kids out on the street, and what they do is they take all the violence that they have absorbed over their life. And no one tells them Mm -hmm. that it's not right, okay? No one tells them that it's not right. And they take that and they put it on the street. So then you had the kids that turn into, like, the looters today, okay? Mm -hmm.
0: They're looting. Mm -hmm.
2: They're they're fighting. Um, A lot of them have, you know, guns. They get them. You You can get a gun very easily. It's not a hard thing to do. You see... Mm-hmm. If, if we took all the guns away, like uh, some people in, in the government, I'm not going to get too political. I'm going to do that on another show. But if you take um, the guns all away from the people like us who want to protect ourselves, we have a right to protect ourselves, Michelle.
0: hmm Okay. And Absolutely.
2: Uh, Absolutely, and and quite frankly, if, but if you find out we have a gun, you're registered, you They see your name, and they come and they start taking the guns away from the people who rightfully should have a gun. Look at the world we live in, and provided that they're responsible with that gun, all right. They put it away in a safe place. I grew up with guns mm-hmm. were laying all over tables. We, I I guess we were all Nothing lucky longer. or something, <laughs> you know. So. Um, but anyway, but put it away responsibly so that a child can't get a hold of that gun. And even just to look at it, because if you discharge, you're able to discharge your gun very easily. If you touch the trigger, that can happen, all right? It happens if it's, it's got bullets in it. So, okay, um, you can always go down the block, and, and you, you talk to so-and-so, and so-and-so knows so-and-so who knows so-and-so, and you know where to get your gun. <laughs> Exactly. So then, and then all the bad people that are left on the street, you know, the ones that are out there to do damage, all right? Then they're able to get the guns, and and they do damage. That's what they do. So we have all this violence going on in the street today, and it's a horrific thing. It doesn't matter whether it's Chicago or whether it's New York or or whether it's over in San Francisco and some of those areas there. Um, it doesn't matter where it is. It's all over the country, okay? And this is what our country has turned into. Well, do you think that those kids came from prim and proper homes?
3: Hmm. Interesting question. So.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't think so either.
2: No. No.
3: Not at all. Mm-mm.
2: Because all the psychology and stuff that I ever sat and read and had to listen to and all this other stuff in class and all that, it says we become what we are. We are what we become, and why? Because of what we saw. This is how we so were of taught. What we
1: saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What so it's like exactly.
2: So it's, it's like learned behavior. All right. Environmental mm-hmm. conditioning conditions the child. The child then becomes what they turn into. And a lot mm-hmm. of times
0: it's
2: good It's not good Now I'm going to talk Absolutely. to Annie for a second there Yeah Annie I don't want her to feel left out um, Evidently mm-hmm. Victoria oh, tried to get on oh, hold, well, hold on a second honey I don't
1: honey. feel left
2: out oh, well, What I'm saying here is uh, Victoria keeps trying to get on and off and on She's having problems She can't get on right But anyway um, Okay Annie what do you think about um, you know All the violence today And, and What I'm saying is what I've learned and what I've been taught and also what I experienced, what I saw as a kid.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know if you came from a background like that where there was all this violence going on in the house. Did you?
1: No, no, I didn't happily. There wasn't any physical violence, just screaming, Mm -hmm. lots of screaming and sexual assault, um, but no hitting. I think my brothers got hit, but I didn't. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And we didn't, there were no weapons. So I I didn't grow up around any of that. Right, right. I'm yeah. still not well, around any of it. No yeah, but you still
2: went my, through other you know, things, you family. know. And you see, you know, that that has, um, that has effect on your life. It just simply does. Until, oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, until you get help. I had to get help. I got help for the church. Yeah, the same church that smacked my kid in the rear end. <laughs> now that I think about it. But um, they had counselors in there, and, and they helped me, you know, with schooling and all this other sort of stuff. But um, they were good in some ways and bad, I guess, <clears throat> in other ways. Mother Superior should have been fired and, hmm. and so forth. But you see, again, this is what whatever we learn at home is what stays in our mind. And it becomes a part of our life, and uh you know, and then this is how why we have behavior problems so often many turn, times mm-hmm. that turns us to alcohol and drugs, okay um, I certainly had my time with that um mm-hmm. and then we uh you know, i I was shoplifting i i I got caught <laughs> i did I finally got caught michelle, and um I I needed clothes. My mother and stepfather wouldn't buy me clothes. They refused to. I mean, what am I supposed to do? That's stupid. So I was hanging around with a rough crowd. Like I said, we we weren't like the hoods, if you will. We were more like the misfits Mm. that came from homes like where I came from and so many other people. And uh, you need clothes, you have to go get them one way or another. Boy, they were swift, the ones I hung out with. They knew how to do things. They were better than me. All right? I got caught. But um, Mm -hmm. I I told the uh, the security guards, I said to them, listen here. I said, I don't have any clothes, hardly at all. And my mother won't buy them from me. And, you know, they allowed for me to leave that store. They did not call my mother. They did not call the the cops. They did not do that. They gave me uh, 48 hours. And they said, if you're not back with the money, with what you have there, in 48 hours. Then we're going to take action. So lucky so for you me. Ready to
3: get the money back?
2: Well, lucky for me, um, there was this guy that lived down the street. He, he could have been like my big brother. I wish he had been. He was a lot older mm-hmm. than me. He was like seven years older than me. But I, I went running to him. The kids had dropped me off. From, I didn't have a car, but they did. My, my friends had cars. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, I went walking down the street. And to this guy, because he was always such a nice guy, and he'd been on the property, we always had big flower businesses and stuff he'd been around, so i I knew him, like you know, so I went mm-hmm. to him and I told him what happened kid, and he wasn't really a kid; he was seven years older than me, but he took me to the store, gave me the money, mind you, told me to go in and pay for it, and then um come back out, which I did, and he took me down the shore. And there was a terrible storm coming, and I'll never forget. And we were watching the waves, watching all the waves, and they were getting, their, you know, they were coming close, okay, to where we were standing. And then he took mm-hmm. me to the Jack in the Box. We had to something called Jack in the Box in those days, and uh, got me a hamburger and French fries and a chocolate shake, and then took me back home. Not once did he get fresh with me. Not once was he. Uh, he was like a big brother. What a wonderful person mm-hmm. he was. And uh, I know he's not alive because he was a lot older than me, like I said. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm just so thankful that there was good people out there. He was a good person. Okay, he was a good person.
0: Sounds a blessing. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: my God. What could have happened to me? I would have gotten beaten so badly by my mother that, uh, you know, forget about it. I would have run away that night, I would have had to, because uh, she would have beaten me awful, had those you know, mm-hmm. security officers made that phone call. So, you know, it's, um, it's we the children who grow up in, in homes that are so dysfunctional that are filled with, you know, like an omission statement, uh, physical, mental, emotional, sexual neglect, those types of abuses that we have to, we have a whole lot of healing to do, you know
0: mm-hmm. to become
2: what we can be today, all right? are we ever going to be a hundred percent? I never say I'm a hundred percent. I think I'm maybe ninety percent, maybe sometimes I tease Bill and I'll say ninety five percent you know <laughs> I'm not completely all there, I admit it <laughs> you know um and i'm not, i'm not, I'm so comfortable with myself, Michelle. I can say that. Okay, because like Bill says, which is an AA thing, uh, I am comfortable in my own skin. All right. So, Everybody but has I'm
3: not the type individual. Of, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone you know, has their well, own
3: individual healing or process or yep. whatever, and that's good to hear. You know, people ask me where do you think you are. Well, I've been healed. I, for me, I mean, I, I've been delivered. I have a relationship with God, and God has mm-hmm. turned my life around and has healed me. In order for me to help other people, period. Do I have my moments? Sure, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that. I'm not that old Michelle anymore. You know, I'm not that person that you can take advantage of or abuse or misuse me or mistreat me. No one can do, ever do that. <laughs> I protect. I protect that little girl that's inside me. You that's know, right. and I stand. That's right. And, and I and and I use my my mouthpiece to speak out loud for others, and right. for me, if when necessary. It's simple as that. Well yeah. you see,
2: when we do that, when we do that, we're healing even more, okay? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Like,
2: I mean, people can go online, they see some of my presentations, they'll <coughs> kept uh, two or three, I don't know, whatever. There's a couple of them mm-hmm. online. But by doing that, I'm helping me too, is my point, okay? Absolutely. And, and it makes the person yes. stronger. This is why I tell people, Michael, I, I tell people all the time, because they say that they're stuck, okay, they're stuck. Yes. And and they can't move forward on their healing journey. They 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 become too comfortable where they're at, and yet they know that they still have a lot of issues. You know, they might have yeah. problems with people at work, you know, with their peers and, and stuff like that. Well, where did that come from, okay? There's always a reason why people have that. And, um, mm-hmm. whatever the case might be, or maybe they're they're drinking too heavily, and uh maybe there's a lot of drinking in the family, and of course, that doesn't help with relationships either. Many times we have relationship problems and uh mm-hmm. or many times um like I let my husbands control me, they were control freaks, and I was scared of them and uh, so mm-hmm. therefore, they controlled me and and what does that mean? Um, You can have this friend, but you can't have that friend. You can wear that dress, but you can't wear this dress. You you know what I'm saying? Don't tell me. Oh, honey, you can't tell me today, okay, what dress I can wear or if I can wear makeup or if I can dye my hair or or any of that other stuff. Mm -hmm. I do what I want. Mm -hmm. And I have to say my second husband has been – gone now he's he died five years ago, and that was from nine eleven anyway he's he's been gone for you know five years he was sick for many years with cancer, and then finally it consumed him but anyway, the point is this: I don't have any bosses, okay, I'm not going to mm-hmm. let myself i I have trouble yet, probably if I were to get you know really interested in going out and finding guys and all this other stuff, and I used to do that, you know.
3: Uh, so I found my husband, too, you know. <laughs> you know and, allow yourself but, to be you found this, allow, allow yourself to be found this time.
1: Yeah.
3: Allow yourself to be found this time. Yes. You
1: know, well
3: I have to get myself out there too. I have to get myself out. Put yourself yeah. out there to be seen and God will bring who He has for you.
2: Right, because otherwise I might well, I, I don't know if I'm able to tick well, okay? I don't want to get into but that situation closer. again. You know.
3: You don't you don't have to pick. Let God He has someone for you that was made for you. And if you put yourself out there to be seen, he will find you.
2: Yes. Well, he can start telling me now, <laughs> can, because five years is a long time, honey, okay? And
0: uh,
2: let me tell you what, I, I may be a certain age, but I'm not dead yet, okay? I'm walking around, I'm down. breathing, and I'm still, I'm, <laughs> I'm a Carol rough says, little girl, and I, I like sister, to enjoy life.
3: Yes, I do. Carol said she is not dead. Amen, Carol. No. <laughs> Amen is right.
2: You know, I, I want to get out there and enjoy myself. I, I love bikes. I love to go riding. I do have a friend. Who comes out from Alabama at times, and he does. T- he's like 48 years old. He could be my kid almost. But anyway, yeah, and we go riding, and and I love mm-hmm. it. He's got a, he's got a, a beautiful Harley, and I, I, I'm very. I love Harleys. i bet it's all the road with the Harley. Yeah, you bet. Oh yes, sir. I
0: you
2: I love it. I have a good time, and he's a good guy. He's a good guy. All right. But he's only forty eight that's too young for me honey I, I do have my limits, all right, so anyway, yeah. you know, I mean that's kind of silly, all right, so anyway,
3: um, no, that's not silly, well, there'd be some young bucks be trying to holler i ain't I don't want no, I don't want no similac
2: no, no, absolutely not. Not, not, no. not that young. Mm. <laughs> I've gotten past mm. to some last like, stage Yes, I have,
3: you know, <laughs>
0: but
2: uh <laughs> but you know, as long as oh, if we goodness. keep ourselves if we keep ourselves in our houses, that's not good either. You have to go out and mingle with people.
0: Oh, and um
2: uh, you know, I mean I, I some of the neighbors around here have asked me out and I've turned them down. I don't want any part of any of them. I just say not my style. Mm-hmm. One does have a Harley. Yes, he does. But uh, he's not my son. But anyway, so. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, boy, do well, I get off on tangents, don't I? Talking <laughs> <up> about <laughs> my life here, my my life today. Let's get Carol all fixed up here, you know, whatever.
3: All right, so um, and let that God that do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, let him do it. Yes. Yes. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> well, uh, this is here. The trauma-informed perspectives as survivor professionals, which is what we are. We help them guide discussions on the issues of child abuse, trauma, health, human sexuality that spring from questions and topics brought in by the listeners. Well, I don't know. Now, I don't know if anyone has something they want to talk about. Michael, is there something that uh, you want to talk about as far as, I don't know, do you have anger issues or are you a survivor? Or are you someone that's, you know, NASC is out there all over
4: the place. Are you someone yeah, that's but just no, curious? The the, the topic we had was was pretty good with me. So, I mean, I just mm-hmm. thought it was ironic. I was, just, you know, I, I, that was that was that is one of my passions. So, I, I'm good. I'm 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 good. Okay, no have Like I said, we all got uh, skeletons <laughs> or things in our past that you know. So I'm I'm pretty good with keeping them in there a little bit longer. <laughs>
2: I hear you. I hear you. You know, like it it Mm -hmm. takes someone who's been abused, okay, if they've really been abused, um, it takes a while before they can talk about it or even want to talk about it. But Mm -hmm, let me tell you something. One thing we have found out, okay, is that when people do talk about it, say they come on this platform here because that's what we do, say, like on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays especially – those are the three days mm-hmm. that we have. Say, if you if you were to come on as a guest, Michael, to speak about the abuses you went through, okay, you would come on mm-hmm. one of those three days. And um, but we've always had very good positive feedback because we found out I came on the show twelve years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, now I'm vice
2: president. I have been for ten years. All right, and I was mm-hmm. on the show for two years before that. I think I was born to be on the radio. I swear to God, I'm so comfortable on it. You are. You know, but I thought that I knew everything about me um, when I first came on the show. But these 12 years, I have grown. And one thing that I have, yes. We all have, all right? Michelle's been on a long time, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what we've learned from, you know, just by sharing, talking like we're, you know, talking tonight um, yes, we're topic driven. I always have a topic. I always make sure I do. And um, and it was a good topic because I saw them blown away with the uh, the corporal punishment stuff and and how many people are are practicing it in the school system and so forth. How many states and how it's you know illegal and
3: all this. Um, and hundred, you know, and I, hundred of people that we hear that shared their story has absolutely helped on your journey. Ow, well. yeah. For real.
0: Oh, yeah. Because it oh, lets you absolutely. know that
3: you're not the only one. And, we, and we've been here since, well, I've been here since 2012. I, and I met you, Carol, in 2012. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I've listened to thousands that have absolutely helped me in my healing process at yep. the time. Because I it used to be a moment where I felt it was only me that, was, that I was going through it. So I was amazed of listening to other survivors and victims who weren't even healed yet but had the openness to share in that moment, mm-hmm. it's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's because one thing for sure, you you are not alone. And then you feel like, oh, my God, I thought what I went through was worse. Or, wow, someone went through something like what I did. Or you'd be surprised. It's a lot of us out here. And and what I love about this platform is because we love on one another we 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 respect and accept you for who you are and where you're at, because we want people to know that you're not alone and you don't have to be alone.
2: That's right. Amen. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, and that's so important, Michael. Because there's so many people. See, I'm the AM person. People call me in the AM. I'm the night owl. At times, they call Michelle too, and they can call. Absolutely. You know, when you put yourself on the contact list. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you have our NASCA website. Do you have that, Michael?
4: No, 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 I no, I don't. This, like I said, it's my first time calling in, so yeah. Just well, you you got, to, you got the
2: number from there though, right? You got it from the website, or you
4: got
3: it from me? I was the oh, one that it you. Oh, yeah. okay,
2: that's good. That's good. But you know, just for the heck of it, just write it down: N A A S C A NASCA dot mm-hmm. org.
3: You can look it up on the website. we yeah. we got some power, powerful, powerful information on there. Lots and stories. when you lot of yeah,
2: and, and you know what? When you scroll down a little bit, you see these red blocks, and these red blocks, each one has a different it has a different uh, topic. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And and uh, you know and, and like uh, I love the prevention and intervention one because that's basically what I teach when I you know do presentations and all that stuff about prevention because I want um, I want community to get involved I want society in general to get involved if you see something you forget, say Carol, something
3: and don't forget Carol it has all of our shows and we done did we done did over a thousand shows like oh always back starting in twenty twelve. For me and carol Mm -hmm. if you if you Mm -hmm. go back oh my goodness let me say this real quick if you want to go back if you go on the website and start listening Mm -hmm. to shows that were going on in 2012 we were powerful i mean
0: yeah and the young people
3: and the young people would say we were lit i'm talking about powerful strong shows in 2012 we were a little lit (laughs) i don't know man it was i'm talking about (laughs) it was packed So I would say anyone Go back and listen to those shows They will help you for real Mm -hmm. Well you
2: know We have passion Michelle Well those of us that are on On uh, on this show I mean Annie Has passion you have passion I have passion Bill of course Has passion all the rest of them Have passion and we, We try to help people And give them solutions see that's important Is to give people Solutions so that they can, uh, you know, figure out what the heck to do with themselves, all right?
3: That's and, what and, we uh, always do, Carol. We'll listen yeah. to a we'll person's story, but I can guarantee you, me and Carol can guarantee you, you come in here and you share something, we'll listen, but we're going to make sure you have a solution.
2: That's right.
3: You Another thing we'll that's on sure. that...
2: Uh, well also too, the web of the website the, the on all the way over to the left hand side, Michael, we have programs that people can go to because sometimes they don't want oh, yeah. to talk on the phone you know like uh, like this podcast here that we have you know they they want to join a group with people just like themselves, so yes. uh, whatever that might be, so under the first um red block, you click onto it. And it opens up all different kinds. You see the world spinning around. You know you're in the right place. And mm-hmm. uh, then it has other countries because we've spoken to people from Vietnam, uh, from down Absolutely. under, uh, all, all over the place. I, yeah. I had Egypt. I had Egypt England, on, on Friday night. England,
3: yeah. Israel. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah, all over God, the place. And then, of course, then, in of the whole United country. States. Yeah. And then Definitely. you have the whole United States. And I'm in New Jersey. So what I do is just click on my state. Everything's alphabetical. It's really easy. You click on your state, and then you get all of these um, programs in your area that you don't even know exist. Like I'm in Warren County, all right? I would go down to Warren yep. County, and uh, by God, there, there's programs around here that I didn't know existed, okay? Or maybe it's only five or ten miles away. Maybe there isn't one. I'm, I'm really the sticks, Michael. Yeah. I have bears and stuff, <laughs> and I have coyotes, oh, yeah. and I don't like it. No. <laughs> I don't know if I'm more afraid of the four-legged or the two-legged. I I, I can't. I, I haven't decided yet. But, you know,
3: I want it, this di- is different, Carol.
2: Di- different from me. Yeah, we got to go. I know.
3: Yeah, no I wanted why. to tell you it's not 28 just to let you know the time.
2: Yeah, I know. So, Michelle. What you're actually the um, the person that's uh, you know speaking tonight, although we all speak together, <laughs> that's what we do.
0: Yeah.
3: But there's something you want to. Okay. Just I, I, okay. give me less than a minute. You can have the rest. I just want to ahead. say no, take this Go ahead. Take it. Show, take it. And take for it. anyone that is listening online or on who's listening uh, on the phone that didn't speak, it's okay. Just know that you are loved, and and that God loves you. And if you get an opportunity. You know, I would like for you to go read Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah in the Bible, and go to chapter 29, verse 11 through 14. It basically will say, therefore, I know the thoughts that I have for you, said the Lord. He literally is reading to you, talk not reading, but talking to you to let you know that you're not alone, okay. you're not alone, and just know that you're loved. And, Michael, thank you for being here. And, yeah, Carol, I give it so much, back Dad. to you. You got a whole okay. minute.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you. Uh, in, in that whole minutes in that whole minutes time, I know that there's a lot of people listening tonight, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can always come on and listen, and if you want to be a part of the panel, okay. If there's something you want to make a comment about or, or whatever, you just hit the number one, and that's how you get on the panel, because um, it's good to interact, and and there's so many of us out there, you know, who who needed help. We got the help. And we feel so much better, feel so much better today, and we can help so many people. And remember, um, by helping other people, you're helping yourself, okay? Remember that.
0: Mm -hmm. It makes you
2: stronger. And you go to bed feeling Mm -hmm. good at night. Okay, so now I've got to wrap this up. I have to, you know, um, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. Annie, thank you so much for being here, too, because you're like my my co-host, too. Like I had two co-hosts tonight, whatever. And Michael... And uh and the other people who did drop off, Victoria she has problems at times with her um computer and she just does that. She can't help it. I don't think she has a computer. I think she uses her phone in the show and then she can't be on the show. But anyway, all right, whatever. Um I'm gonna be back again tomorrow night. Tomorrow we're gonna to have a guest and um um well then after that comes the weekend, and we're back here again on Monday, Monday through Friday. So give us a call, listen to a show, come on the show if you want. And I'm going to say good night. God bless you. And yes, thank you so much for a very good show. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Love Talk Radio.